0: If you have your Bibles this morning, just get them ready, and we're going to look at some scriptures. And I want to just continue a little bit in what we are, we're talking about last week. Last week, we spoke about the Word of God and how important it is that we take that Word and we begin to meditate in that Word. We saw last week as well how important it is that it's the Word that actually washes our mind and renews our mind. How many of you remember the illustration where I had the two vases and how when the word of God comes, it cleanses and purifies. And that 99% of all of the battles that we ever face is right here in between our two years in the area of the mind, the thoughts. And so that's why we've got to take the word of God every day, not just some days, but every day. And we've got to use the word of God to wash our minds, amen? Amen. Today I'd like to speak about something else that we can do with the Word of God. Other than meditating, I do believe, and this is very simple stuff, yet sometimes it's the simple things that we overlook and we forget to do. So we can meditate on the Word of God, but this morning I'd like to talk about how we also need to speak out the Word of God. We need to speak out, and so my sermon title is entitled, Speak Out. Because we have to, if anything, we have to speak out the Word of God. Now, I want you to understand that the Bible says that we were made in the image of God. You were made in the image of God. I need you to look at somebody and tell them you were made in the image of God. Some of us just need to hear that because we have such low self-esteem. Look at somebody and tell them, you are made in the image of God. Amen. That's right. So you are made in the image of God. And what does that mean? That means that God is spirit. and You are spirit. God is a speaking spirit. And you and me are speaking spirits. We have the privilege of being able to speak. Hallelujah. That's a wonderful privilege. Did you you know that? And so as as speaking spirits, we uh, have the ability to speak, and when we speak, there is a sound that is released from our mouths, from our beings. I want you to know this morning that sound waves play a very important role in creating the world that you live in sound waves you know i mean if you look at how the scientists look at an atom and they they because they, atoms or molecules atoms form matter everything that you see we call matter and matter is made up of molecules and then the molecules are atoms and many many years ago they looked at an atom and saw that in the atom There is the nucleus, and then there's the neutrons and the protons and electrons. But scientists have gone even further and said, you know what, there there are subatomic particles that are even smaller than the atoms, smaller than the neutrons and the protons. And they've called these uh, subatomic molecules quarks. Q-U-A-R-K-S, and I'm giving you all of this information just to let you know that a quark really is the smallest subatomic molecule that makes up matter, and one of its characteristics is that it acts and behaves like a sound wave. That's quite interesting when you think about that we have the ability to speak and release a sound wave, and that sound wave is able to influence even a tree or even uh, something that is just out there, any form of matter. And that's why when you think about things like Jesus saying in Mark eleven twenty-three, 23, that if you will say to this mountain, Be removed and be cast into the sea. And you do not doubt in your heart, but believes that whatever you say you will have, you will will see it come to pass. In other words, it gives us an idea that the sound that we release from our mouths whether it's a good sound or a bad sound. In other words, whether it's a good word or a bad word carries a certain vibration, a certain energy that is able to influence even matter. Now in 1994, a Japanese scientist by the name of Dr. Emoto, you know what he did? He took water. And he took different forms of water, whether it be tap water, lake water, spring water. And then what he did is he put the water in a place and then he spoke certain words over the water. And then under the microscope, he examined the shape of crystals that the water formed. And it was quite amazing because every Word that was a kind word, a good word, a positive word, formed beautiful crystals. Here's an example of one of the crystals that he just said by speaking the word, I love you. So he had water and he had this voice saying, I love you, I love you. I love you. And when they examined under the microscope, look at how the water responded to sound waves that carried a positive message. And then he took the same water and he said these words, you disgust me. I hate you. You disgust me. I hate you. Look at how the shape of the crystals here were formed. Can we have the other slide? That's the shape of the crystals of the water responding to the words, I hate you. You disgust me. How many of you can see that uh, if water is influenced by the words that we speak, how about you and me and people influenced by the words that we speak? I want you to understand that the words that you speak carry tremendous power. In Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says in verse 1, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the waters, of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering. In other words, He was hovering The Spirit of God was there. The Spirit of God was moving over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. There are two things that I want you to see here from this passage of Scripture. That number one, the Spirit of God was moving. The Spirit of God was presence. And then... Under the influence of the moving of the spirit, God released these words from his mouth and said, let there be light. God spoke. Hallelujah. And what we see happening is things from the unseen realm made their way into the seen realm. How? By speaking under the anointing or moving of the spirit of God. Here's what I want to tell you today in Phoenix, in Hillcrest, in the overflow right here. You and I have the power to build simply by speaking and releasing words that are given to you by the Holy Ghost. I would much rather be a builder than a destroyer. And we have the ability and the power to build Build our lives, build other people's lives by releasing words that are given to you by the Holy Ghost. In other words, speaking under the moving, under the influence of the Holy Ghost. You and I are builders and we build in the Spirit and we can build lives when we speak and release those words under the movings of the Holy Ghost. How many of you can understand what I'm saying today? You see, God placed His Spirit in your spirit. When you were born again, the Holy Ghost came and now resides on the inside of you. You are indwelt as a child of God. You and I are indwelt by the Holy Spirit. And so when we pick up the Word of God and we read the Word... And the Holy Spirit who resides in us quickens the word to our spirit. And that happens through meditation and prayer. What happens is the word carries the life of God. And that has the ability to bring from the unseen realm into the seen realm that which we are trusting and believing God for. We all have the ability to speak something. We all have the ability to say something. And I don't know about you, but I've made up my mind. I'm, I'm deciding to look at what I'm going to say. You have to make a decision on what that something is that you will say. Because whatever that something is will have an effect upon your life, either good or bad. Can you say amen? Now, let's look at Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. This, I know, is in the Old Testament, but let's look at it. And we've read it before. You probably know it, but let's look at it again. God told Joshua, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Bump your neighbor and say, speak out. But you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it for then, for then when, when you have not departed, allowed the book to depart from your mouth, when you have meditated in it day and night, when you have observed to do all that's written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. God was saying, Joshua, I'm going to give you the secret to success in life. The secret is, get a hold of my word, meditate in my word, and then release that word. Speak out that word. Lay a hold of the word, meditate in the word, and speak out the word of God. And when you do, it'll make your way prosperous. One of the words for prosperous there means to move forward. It means to move forward. That's our theme for 2018. We're moving forward. Why? Because it's God's design. It's God's desire and design that we all move forward. God doesn't want us to go backward in him. He wants us to move forward in him. Hallelujah. Now, this scripture was given in the Old Testament, and the Old Testament was based on the fact that if you did all the law and obeyed all the law, then it meant that your life would be blessed. But thank God we are in the New Testament this morning. Thank God for the dispensation of grace. What is our requirement this morning? Our requirement is that we bring faith to the table. Our requirement is that we are men and women of faith. Hallelujah. The Bible says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Everything that Jesus did on the cross, yes, it's grace, but we receive it and we lay a hold of it by faith. Hallelujah. By faith, we lay a hold of it. So the requirement is we bring faith to the table. In other words, it's not based on my works, but it's based on my faith in what Jesus did on the cross. And faith means that I believe in and I trust God and His Word with all that's within me. And out of that believing and that faith, I now walk and am led by the power of the Spirit of God. New Testament believers are not just enabled by grace, but they are led by the Spirit of God. We have to emphasize that. We are, the Bible says in Romans 8 and 16, that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons and daughters of God. So we lay a hold of it by faith. Amen. And then, I think it's verse 14, and then we are, we are led by the Spirit of God. We are prompted by the Spirit of God because now the Holy Ghost is in my spirit. You and I are children of God. We have the Holy Ghost indwelling us. So last week we saw what meditation does. Meditation actually gets the Word into your heart. When you begin to meditate and we said it's not crossing your legs and and humming some sort of a tune meditation is just laying a hold of the word getting the word on the inside of you and when you meditate what happens your heart is open to receive and believe God's word as the as that scripture swirls in your heart And you're thinking about it, and you're like that cow that's chewing the cud. And then you swallow it, and then an hour later, you bring it up again. And you say, God, how beautiful is that verse? What else is there in this verse that you'd like to talk to me? And God gives you another bit of truth, another bit of gem in there. And you swirl that scripture. Your heart is open to believing and receiving that word. Hallelujah. Then when we speak that word, speaking is what gives you voice or utterance in what you believe. When you speak what you have received in your spirit, what is happening? You are giving voice and utterance to what you are believing, and it is confirming what is in your heart. Say this after me, meditation. Gets the word into my heart and speaking it will give voice and utterance to what I believe and will confirm what is really in my heart. Can we say that one more time? Meditation gets the word into my heart and speaking will give voice and utterance to what I believe and confirms what really is in my heart. Hallelujah. Now, what I'd like you to do is get your phone out and let's take a picture or do something and hashtag, I want you to hashtag speak out. Because if anything, I want you to get to speak out the word of God. Sometimes we speak out so many things, but God doesn't want you to speak out opinions. He doesn't want you to speak out what is the latest gossip or the latest slander. He wants you to get to speak out the word of God that is resounding and resonating in your spirit. So go ahead, take your phones out on Instagram, on Facebook, on social media, whatever platform you want to choose, and hashtag speak out. Hallelujah. Bump your neighbor and tell them, speak out. That's right. Come on. We've got to speak out God's word. If we're going to make it in our marriages, you've got to speak out God's word. If you're going to make it in your businesses, you're going to speak out God's word. If we're going to make it to build this beautiful, iconic building, we've got to speak out God's word. Hallelujah. We can't afford to speak out this and that. We can't afford to speak out, did you see what she was wearing? Did you see what he was driving? Oh, this and all that. Come on. You saw the effects of what words can do to matter. Imagine the effects it's having on your life. Sometimes we wonder why things aren't really happening in our lives. Maybe it's because of what's coming out of your heart. Can you say amen? Amen. Now I want I want us to go a little bit deeper this morning and for us to understand that we are spirit, soul and body. Lift your hands and say I'm spirit, soul and body. Spirit, soul, and body. Said one more time, I'm spirit, soul and body. They're in Phoenix, they're in Hillcrest and for the sake of those in the overflow, one more time up in the balcony. Spirit, soul, I am spirit, soul and body. And your spirit part is the most important part of you. You say, how how do you know that? Because of James 2 and 26. James 2, 26 says, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. James 2 and 26 is saying, If you take the spirit out, all you have is a corpse. It don't matter how pretty the corpse is dressed. It don't matter. You can have a Gucci suit. You can have gold fillings in your teeth. You can have a Rolex watch on your arm. All of that means nothing if the spirit is not there. The Amplified says, for as the human body apart from the spirit is lifeless. The Message Bible says the very moment you separate body and spirit, you end up with a corpse. So what is the most important part of you? Your spirit. What is the most important part of you? Your spirit. Say, the most important part of me is my spirit. You better believe that. Hallelujah. And your spirit that you possess can either be strong or weak. Your spirit that you possess can either be broken or full of life. Your spirit that you possess can either be depressed or full of joy. You have the choice to build your spirit. You have the choice to say what your spirit man will be, either strong or either weak. Are you hearing me this morning? In other words, what I'm saying is your spirit man is so important that it produces life for the rest of your body. We're not supposed to live from the body to the soul to the spirit. We're supposed to live from the spirit to the soul to the body. Hallelujah. That's how you program to live. And when your spirit man is strong it'll release the flow of God's life to your soul. Your soul will be strong. Your emotions will be strong. Your mind will be strong. And when your soul is strong, it will release life to your body. Your body will be strong. Hallelujah. What's the most important part of you? My spirit. What's the most important part of you? That's right. When your spirit is strong, everything else about you will be strong. Micah, the prophet Micah, in chapter 3, verse 8 says, But truly, I am full of power by the Spirit of the Lord. Where is the Holy Ghost residing on the inside of you? Not in your mind, not in your body. He is in your spirit. And the prophet Micah prophesied in the Old Testament. He said, but truly I am full of power... By the Spirit of the Lord. In other words, when my spirit is feeding from the Holy Ghost that's on the inside of me, I am full of power. And that power translates to my soul. And from my soul to my body. Hallelujah. In other words, it don't matter what life circumstances are happening. If my inside world is strong, then my inside world will always be bigger than my outside world. How I many of you are understanding what I'm saying this morning? Hallelujah. Jesus said in John 7:38, he says, "He who believes in me, as the scriptures have said, out of his heart, out of his spirit man, out of his innermost belly, will flow rivers of living water." You just don't know what, what it is and who it is that you have on the inside of you. You just don't know how you have the ability. You, you and I, we are privileged through this book and taking a hold of this book and meditating on this book and ingesting this word and allowing Logos to become Rhema on the inside of us we have the ability to release this life of God that is able to overwhelm our souls and overwhelm our bodies. Hallelujah. I think that's phenomenal. And every time we speak out, And we release that word under the moving, influencing of the Holy Ghost. Every time you speak that rhema, every time you speak out that word that is quickened to you, what's happening? You are releasing the life of God. You are not only building yourself up in your most holy faith on the inside of you. You are strengthening your spirit, man. You're building up your spirit, man, so that whatever is on the outside doesn't really matter. Why? Because Greater is he than he that is in the world. Greater is he that's on in on the inside of you. That word on the inside of you as you speak it out, as you give utterance and voice to that which has made known to you. Hallelujah. Releases the life force of God. Hey, I think it's incredible. I think it's incredible. Sometimes we forget about these simple things and yet so powerful. How it is that we can release the life of God. Hallelujah. See, it's very important that we understand this. Now, Proverbs 17:22. Look at what this look, look, look at what this verse says. It says a merry heart does good like medicine. But a broken spirit dries the bones. Now, listen, things will happen in this world. I'm not saying that, you know, we close our eyes and we close our ears. There's things that happen. Jesus said tribulation will, will come. Tribulation is part of it. John 16, Jesus said, these things I've spoken to you that in me you may have peace in the world. How many of you are in the world? We're living in the world. Put your hand up. You're all connected to this world. There's nobody that's super spiritual that has nothing to do with this world. We're all living in this world. Even though we are spirit beings, we're not of this world, but we're in the world. I'm, I'm still in the world. I'm in Durban right now. I'm right here in this place right now. So he says, in the world you will have what? In the world you will have what? So if you're waiting for tribulation to go away, you're, 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 you're going wait, to wait a long time. Things will happen. People will say unkind things to you. People will offend you. People will disappoint you. People will say words that will shape maybe crystals on the inside of you like like, like we saw just now. If unkind words can change the shape of water crystals, think of what it can do to your spirit man. Think of the damage. Think of the wounds. How many of you today can say, I've been wounded by words. Anybody in this place right now? Nobody wounded by words? Oh, you're such a super spiritual bunch of people. No. Somewhere, some, somehow, somebody said something unkind. You got offended. You got upset. And what did it do to your spirit man? It broke your spirit man. It wounded you on the inside of you. Some of you have never been the same since then. You've tried to get up and recover, but every so often there's a bit of a flinch. There's a bit of a, because you still feel the pain. How many of you know what I'm talking about? So he said, tribulation will come. Things will happen in this world. But here's what I'm saying to you, family. We have the capacity to rise above life's circumstances. Why? If we know that my spirit man is the most important part of me and that I have it in my hands, I have the capacity to bring healing to my spirit. I have the capacity to change my broken spirit into amended whole spirit. Hallelujah. So what did he say there? A broken spirit dries up the bones. It dries up the bones. When your spirit man is wounded, when your spirit man is not what it should be, it will affect your emotions, it will affect even your blood. You say, why blood? Because the marrow of the bones is where red blood cells are formed. And he says here that a broken spirit dries up the bones. So when your spirit man has been affected by unkind words, but not even that, maybe just you speaking uh, unbelief, speaking doubt, maybe you're criticizing. Do you know what you're doing to your spirit man? You are self-inflicting yourself. You're wounding yourself. You are saying, bone marrow, you don't have to form any more red blood cells. I'm stopping the production of red blood cells in my body. You are, you are bringing ill health to yourself. How many of you can see that this morning? Can you see that this morning? But look at what Jesus said in John 6 and 63. He said, it is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. Then he says, the words that I speak to you are spirit and life. Hallelujah. So in other words, words are spirit and life. All kinds of words carry a certain energy. They have the capacity to influence. We spoke about negative words, empty words, unkind words, bitterness words. Unforgiving words, unloving words, unbelieving words. All of these have the ability to hurt. Jesus said that words are spirit and life. Look at Proverbs 18, 21. We've mentioned this many times where it says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat of its fruit. That's what it says. You carry the power to either release death or life into your situation, into your spirit man. If your spirit man is lifeless, then you have to look at what you are saying and start speaking life to your spirit man. How do you speak life to your spirit man? Lay a hold of the word of God and allow God to let a logos become a rhema, a word that is quickened to you. When the word is quickened to you, it becomes life to you. It will build your spirit man. It'll empower your spirit man. Hallelujah. Can you say praise the Lord? Amen. Amen. Look at Proverbs sixteen twenty four. It says there, Proverbs 16, 24, pleasant words are like a honeycomb. Sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. Hallelujah. Come on. If you're waiting for somebody to speak pleasant words and sweet words to you, you might have to wait a long time. Why don't you instead speak pleasant words and sweet words to yourself? Hallelujah. And when you do, the Bible says it will be a sweetness to your soul and it will be health to your bones. Can you say amen? Come on. I want to encourage you here this morning. You see, we have to be so careful who we hang around with. I don't want to be around negative people. I, 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 you know, I'm not trying to be more aloof or more self-righteous or more anything. I just don't have the time to be drained and hear all the negative and hear all the bad stuff and hear all the criticism and hear all the slandering and hear all the gospel because what happens is when you open up yourself to that, your spirit man becomes defiled. You have the power to defile somebody else's spirit. And I've made up my mind that I'm not going to give anybody the right to defile my spirit. Not because I'm better than them. Not because I feel aloof or self-righteous or anything. But because I want to protect what's on the inside of me. Hallelujah. You say, but pastor, what if we want to talk about a problem in the church? Well, that's fine. We can talk about the problem, but you, you need to come with the solution as well. Come with the solution as as well. Don't just talk about the problem. Anybody can talk about a problem. Anybody can criticize. It takes no faith to criticize. It takes no maturity to find fault and belittle. But hey, we're not a perfect church. We're not a perfect people. So let's talk about the issues, but let's bring solutions to the table. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, Pastor, you know what? This is wrong. X, Y, and Z is wrong. But I've been praying about it. I think God's given me an idea. What if we tried A, B, C? Oh, praise God. Hey, I want to hang around those kind of people. You need to be careful who you are lending your ears to. Because of the effects of those words, your spirit man is the most important part of you. And it has the ability to either make you or break you. Say that after me. My spirit man is the most important part of me. And it has the power to either make me or break me. That is the truth. You better believe that. That is how you were programmed by God. Can you say amen? Your words, the way that you build your spirit man has also the ability to steer you in this life. In other words, what you are doing with your spirit man and allowing that to overflow into your soul and your body is actually what is giving you direction in this life. If you're not happy with the direction of your life, what should you do? Huh? You should start changing what you are doing to your spirit man you should start speaking something different to your spirit man you should start building up your spirit man in a different way so that you can change the course of your life well where's the scripture for that James 3 verse 3 says James 3 and 3 says indeed we put bits in horses mouths that they may obey us and we turn their whole body Look also at ships, although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires, even so the tongue. Hallelujah. It's probably the smallest part member of your body, yet it is one of the most important parts in determining The course that your life takes, even so the tongue, is a little member and boasts great things. In other words, the words you speak will determine the direction of your life. Bump your neighbor and say, speak out. Come on. We are all speaking spirits. We all have something to say. Let's make a choice to say something that's going to build, something that's going to add value. Something that's going to bring sweetness to my soul something that's going to help build other people Can I tell you when your spirit man is built up? And you hang around people people will automatically gravitate to you because they sense that Overflow on the inside of you Remember we are spirit beings first We have the ability to sense one another Can I say, can I get an amen? Amen. And so if you are wanting friends, don't change your clothes, don't change your aftershave, don't change your hairstyle, start putting something on the inside of you, start building your spirit man so that there is a sweet fragrance that starts to come, hallelujah. Start putting the Word of God on the inside of you, and start speaking out what God has quickened to your spirit. I'll tell you, you'll have people come from all angles, from all directions, from all ethnicities, from all quarters of life, wanting to hear what you have to say. And just by them staying, hanging around near you, they will just sense that peace and that tranquility that your spirit man is giving off. Can you say amen? Let's stand up to our feet this morning. Hallelujah. Pump your neighbor and say, speak out. Come on, look at somebody and tell them, speak out. Don't just speak out anything. Speak out the word. Speak out that which God has quickened to you. Speak out under the moving, the influence of the spirit of God. Father, I thank you today for your word that's come to each and every one of us. Oh, I pray today that this word would become infused in our spirit man. I pray today for the reality of this word, my God. That you would cause people to understand that we are spirit, soul, and body. And that we have the power, my God, to change the worlds that we're living in. Simply by what it is that we are inputting into our spirit beings. And I pray, Lord, touch every heart right now. Even those that have been wounded. Even those, my God, whose spirits are broken and dried up whose bones have dried up, I pray today that the life of God would begin to flow. Let the life of God begin to flow right now. Right now. In the name of Jesus, I speak life. And let that life flow into the area of the soul. Let that life flow into the area of the bodies right now. I want everybody, if you know how to pray in the Spirit, That's one of the best ways to build up your spirit man. Can we do that just for a a moment? Just for a moment. Just for a moment. Come on, build yourself up. Pastor, it hurts. I know that it hurts. Build yourself up in your most holy faith. Build your spirit man. How do we do that? We pray on the Holy Ghost. Come on. Come on, we're going to be strong in our spirit, strong in our minds, strong in our body. Oh, yes, God. Thank you today. You're touching hearts. Thank you today that you're releasing the life of God. Thank you today for the dew from on high that falls. Thank you today that you're healing wounds, wounds in our spirit. Lord, I thank you today. Weak spirits are becoming strong spirits. Broken spirits are becoming mended, whole spirits right now. Depressing spirits are becoming joyful spirits in the name of Jesus. Distressed spirits are becoming more hopeful today in the name of Jesus. In the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. Now with every head bowed, every eye closed this morning. You see, it's your spirit man that's the most important part of you. And your spirit part that is able to be intimate with God. God connects with you through your spirit. But sin is what separates you from God. Sin is what hides you from being able to be intimate and communicate with God. The good news is that you can come today with all your sins, all your weaknesses... And you can come back to God. See, because if your spirit man has not been touched by God, it doesn't matter what you do. The spirit man needs to be recreated to know God. It takes a supernatural work of God for you to come into knowledge with God. How is that so? I don't know. It's one of the mysteries. It's one of the greatest miracles that we see in the Bible. We're a hardened heart, a spirit that doesn't know God is now made to know God and comes into intimacy and fellowship with God. It's one of the most beautiful things. The beautiful thing about it is that it is instantaneous. The beautiful thing about it is that you can come as you are with all your faults, all your problems, You can come as you are to God and God in a moment will cleanse you and renew you. Take out that stone of heart and put in a fleshly heart, a heart that is intimate with God. That's how it is. You say, do I need to pay money? No. Do I need to roll on the ground a thousand times? No. Do I need to say a million prayers? No. You can just come as you are. It is a free gift that God offers you. What do you have to do? Just simply receive it by faith. That's all. So with every head bowed, every eye closed right now, here in the dome, in the overflow, in Phoenix, in Hillcrest, I want to pray for you. If your life is not right with God, and you know that your spirit man is not connected with God, you can be reconnected today just simply by coming to God. And just simply by asking Him for forgiveness, just simply by calling upon His name, the Bible says you will be saved. and In other words, your spirit will know God's spirit instantaneously. And you'll be born again, recreated by God. I'm going to count to three. When I get to three, I want those of you watching by way of live stream, wherever you are, to lift up your hands. And when I see your hand, I know... That I'll need to say a prayer for you, all right? I'm here to pray for you. I'm here to minister to you this morning. So every head bowed, every eye closed. In the family life center, in the, in the hall, the school hall, the overflow, down below, right here, in the family life center, in Phoenix and Hillcrest, I'm going to count to three. Here we go. One, two, get ready three. Lift your hand up high. God bless you. Thank you, sir. Anybody else? You say, pastor, would you pray for me? Thank you, sir. I see that hand. Just keep your hands uplifted wherever you are in the overflow. Just put your hand up high. I see that hand. Anybody else? Here's my hand. God bless you in the back. I see that hand. Anybody else in the overflow? Phoenix, here's what I'd like you to do. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Don't be shy. Don't be embarrassed. But I'm going to ask you to slip up out of your seat, walk down the aisle, and come and stand with me in the front. Just like this man is doing in Phoenix and in Hillcrest, would you come up out of your seats, walk down to the aisle, and we're going to hand back to Hillcrest and hand back to Phoenix. Can we give them a big God bless you this morning, Hillcrest and Phoenix? God bless you. God bless you. That's right. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Is there anybody else this morning? God bless you. Come on. Let's clap for them. Hallelujah. Your love is so unrelenting. Keep clapping this morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's right. Come on. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Love Praise God. Is there anybody else before we begin to pray? We're, we'll release you in just a moment. Somebody else coming? Come on, people. Let's rejoice. Let's rejoice this morning. Wonderful. Praise God, sir. Those of you watching by way of on- online, stream online, all right, we want you to pray this prayer together with these folks in the front. Would you say after me, Heavenly Father I come to you today in Jesus name. Just as I am with all of my faults all of my failures and all of my sin and I ask you for forgiveness I repent today Lord Thank you for loving me so much. Thank you for never ever giving up on me. Never ever giving up. And today I come. I I give you my heart, my soul, my 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 mind, my everything. everything. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. today, Today. with my heart I believe, believe. and with my mouth I speak out and declare that you're my Lord. You're You're my Savior. You're my Redeemer. Thank you for your blood that cleanses me and washes me. I receive eternal life and the forgiveness of all of my sins and I'll never be the same in Jesus' mighty name. Family, can we just stretch out our hands towards these folks? I just feel the presence of God so strong and You know, just God, just touching hearts right now. Stretch your hands out towards them. Would you do that? Come on, let's believe God together. Thank you, Lord. Father, I just lay my hands upon them right now in Jesus' name. Thank you for your amazing love for every one of these precious people today. That you embrace them in grace and mercy right now. Thank you for your precious love. Jesus, thank you right now. Every one of these wonderful people, special in your eyes, Lord, as we lay hands upon them right now, we declare every one of them to be a child of God. Lord, the old things have passed away, new things have come, and today we release that upon them in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Would you come and just come and pray for them? Lift your hands this morning. Say after me, Father, thank you for your word that has come today. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And today I thank you for faith that rises in my heart. I will take the word and meditate on the word and allow the word of God to become flesh and blood on the inside of me. And then I will give voice and utterance to what you have quickened to me. And it will confirm what is really and truly in my heart. Today I declare that I will live from my spirit man to the outward, that my spirit man is strong That the life of God flows from my spirit to my soul and to my body. And that no matter what might be in the world, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.